Shavua Tov, and good morning, everyone. Thank you for coming. We have, I, I love, this is like my, the, my favorite WhatsApp of the week is when my sister sends me the, uh, the sponsorships of the week. So one second, let me just pull this up. Here. Baruch Hashem. And whoever wants to add on, Basimcha, I'd like to add on to this list. Sponsorships for the whole month of, of Tevet. This is just very important. I want everyone to pay attention because this is like kavod that I want to give to the people that are sponsoring. Sponsorship for the whole month of Tevet by Shachar and Alex Avram for Rafur Shlema, David Pinchas Ben Mendel Sara. Weekly sponsorship this week. This is amazing. David and Ilana Singer, in memory of Dr. Karen Singer Avrach, Chasia Basarav Pinchas Tfira Benitzero. It's David's sister's uh, Yorzeit, her first Yorzeit. And in memory of Rebetzin Anna Khan, Rabbanit Chana Sarah Bat Yitzchak, David's grandmother. And in memory of Lillian Schneider, Ilana's grandmother, Leah Bat Ephraim. The weekly sponsorship is also by Zevin Jody Stender for a speedy recovery of Miriam Perlbas Yonatova, Yoni and Daniela Berg in honor of their new baby girl, Ora Haleo, Robert and Jill Kaufman in honor of their children and grandchildren, Brent and Jolie Eisen in memory of Chaim Aram Ben Benyamin HaKohen, Brent's father and his Yorzeit, and Adele and Hai Itzkowitz in memory of the Yorzeit of Adele's mother, Bat Yerivka, Bat Tzvi, Zichron Livracha. Today's daily sponsorship specifically by Zevin Jody Stender in memory of Jody's Abba, a very sweet man I had the privilege of knowing, Yosef Chaim Ben Yechiel Halevi Zichron Livracha on his seventh Yorzeit. So you, you can add, but the best would be, just I'm telling everyone, Send these names into my... No, no, I'll do it right now, but in the future, send these names in for, to be part of Mishtatev, that everyone's in this together. Send this in to, to the shul, to my sister, as soon as you can. Rufua of Reuven Eliel ben Dvora and Lui Nishmas Rivka Bas Reb Eliezer Elimelech. Okay. Baruch Hashem. Now, we're jumping to something that I was planning on waiting <laughs> I'm waiting on doing. What am I saying? Do you know how many tzaddikim I want to learn with you? How many, how much light, how many different sfarim we have that are basically stops, gas stations on the journey that we're in with their fuel that need to keep, so that we keep on going. So, so many. And Baruch Hashem, we've been privileged to learn from many over the years, but there's never enough. But every so often, one light comes and pops by, and you're like, oh my God, this is what we've been waiting for. And I felt that very much when we started learning the Bilvavi Mishkan Avner. Very, very much. With the man, I felt it very much. With the tzaddik of Yaakov Meir Shechter, with also with Rev Kluger, different tzaddikim. We're talking about people that are around today. Now, last summer... I think it was last summer's man in the shul. It's a Shabbos afternoon shir. Those, those that don't live here, when you know, the things are not recorded. I, I started learning and teaching on Shabbos afternoons a, a light, a bright, bright light, a bright, bright light that I've mentioned his name many times, and that is Rav Ruven Sasson. Rav Ruven Sasson is known for the set of books that he put out called Talalei Chaim, which became very big the last few years. And it really has the yeshiva world and in other, other worlds as well. But Rav Sasson, I believe, it hasn't even been scratched. It's, it's mamash still, in my humble opinion, still a little bit of a sod. A little bit, little bit of a secret. Thank you. It's a little bit of a secret. And I guess here everything's open. I'll just share, I'll share something with you that will help us understand what we're learning today. And it's all Esti's fault. Just saying. So you, you blame it all on Esti, okay? At mekabelet et ha'ashma or no? Besimcha, you're taking the blame. Okay, very good. Take the blame, bishlema with it. Bezrat Hashem, I need your tefillahs for this. I really do need your tefillahs for this. And eventually your help for it. But right now, right now we'll start with the tefillahs for it. We're working very hard right now to begin a special type of kolel to begin in Elul here. And the type of kolol we're dreaming of, and Baruch Hashem, the pieces are, are coming together. They, they really are. They're coming together beautifully. 
The type of kolel that we're discussing right now is a type of kolel to take chevra that have already become rabbim, they've become rabbis, and they want to stay in Eretz Yisrael. Now that's a very, it's a little bit of a, a, a stira. Because here in Eretz Yisrael, it's not so common that a person learns to become a rav and then can find parnasa and stay here in Eretz Yisrael as just being a rav. Not just a rebbe in issue, I mean, like a real tough kid, right? And the dream, and this is not, this is something I've been thinking about for a few years already, but now it seems like it's, 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 it's going to the next level of happening, together with an amazing staff, amazing group of people, but to me, what, we're, what, what do I want to, what do I personally want to do with this chavah that's going to come and start learning and also completely, hopefully, impact the whole keilah, them and their wives, and it's a whole, it's a whole mif'al. I'm just giving you, the men don't, the men's chavah don't even know about this, I'm, I'm sharing it here. Um, the curriculum, what are they going to learn? What, what do I, what do I, what, what would be my dream for future leaders of today to learn? So, holy people that can learn really stark. Do we need more chairs? There are more chairs here. Oh, sheets? I don't know if they made it around. But the sheets, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll make more next time. What I, what I know, what I know, <coughs> we would love to see our Rabbeim leaders that are living, breathing, and giving over Geula. Geula. Learn consciousness. Geula consciousness, learning Geula. The works of Rav Ruven Sasson are doing just that. Just that. And he's become very, very close to my Rebbe and teacher, to Rav Weinberger. And I met with him a few months ago to discuss a lot of these things, Rabbi Sasson. And as I told you, like I mentioned to you one time, he is such a push to yid. It's, it's, it's crazy. Um, young, refined, beautiful yid, but his learning, the teaching that he's focusing on, it's all real, real understanding of how do we do what we said last week. Tzipita Yeshua. How do we understand what it means, bless you, to anticipate the geula? What would... What would our lives look like if we lived in that state of mind? So obviously, this is, it's all, it's so much of it is about learning. Esti, you began a Chabura, how long ago? Um, started right before Shavuot. So, no, less than a year old? Tuesdays? When is Tuesday, it? Yes. Zoom, Tuesday on Zoom, what time? Right now, okay, 7.30. 7.30. Where these, t- where, where a lot of these concepts are being learned out. And I encourage everyone to join and get the information from Esti. I've been learning this on my own, and I've been... I, I don't have the words. These are the Sfarim that are mamash always next to me. And I've been holding back from just stopping everything and just learning these Sfarim. I really... Only because I need, you know, more... I need the Kalim to... And, and the, and the, the Matnas Chinam, Hashem, to understand what to focus on, how to move forward with it. And to do it in a way that everyone could 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 take it in in a in a in a in a in a very special way. So having said that, though, Esti brought up a piece that she saw last week that really takes us to answer that question or to 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 respond to a statement that was said in last week's learning. I think the words were kegodel ha tsipia, something like that that the more that you understand what it is you're waiting for and anticipating, so too will the thing actually be. It will, it will actually be. It will actually be now already in your life. And, and it was so funny because Daniela, who was sitting here on Sunday, I think she went into labor the next day. Mashukaze, it was like, and we named her, on, on, I think like the next day or something. So her husband, and, and we were learning, and the whole thing we were learning was about like kegodel hatzipiyah that the more you understand what it is you're you're mitzapel, you're you're, uh, you're anticipating you're waiting for it, the greater the, the waiting is. So her husband called me when they got home from the hospital, and he said, "I don't know what you guys were learning, <laughs> but I I cannot begin to explain to you what this experience was. It's not the first child, <laughs> right? It's number four, right?" He said. 
the learning took the labor, the experience of birth, to, he didn't have words. That's, they're sponsoring to each year. I mean, they're sponsoring the whole week now. It, it took them to, to such a place, learning about the, the godel of the tzipiya, of anticipating something. And that lit this, I mean, this is the thing. This is the thing I want to go deeper with. And Esti found this piece, the right piece, this piece over here. Now this is from a book called, this, the piece we're going to be learning today, we're not going to get through all of it, but we're going to touch upon it. If you open up, Andaf Kufchet, there's two sides, place where it says Kufchet. And we're going to learn a bit more about what it is we're anticipating. What, what is this thing that was, and what is this thing that will be? No, no, it's a, it's a you have it? It's not in No, 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 this is what we were saying before from Rav Ruven Sasson Sefer. I'm sorry, I, uh, I thought Sefer. I made it up. So I'm, that's what I'm saying. This Sefer is called Mikdash Melech. He has, he has many Svarim. They come out literally about every two weeks there's a new Sefer. It's a, they're a machine, this Hebra. They're producing stuff. It's a machine. That's why I'm saying I'm so overwhelmed with how to begin. To go back to what I was saying about the Kodal, the afternoon curriculum, for these future leaders in Am Yisrael that are going to stay in Eretz Yisrael is going to be mainly based on his texts or on, on where he sends us to from the Rishonim, the Achronim, from the Gra, from the Arizal, from the Maharal, from mainly, mainly Rav Kook, So it's just a very overwhelming thing, but I figure, okay, we can't keep on waiting till we, 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 we go inside this text. This, is, this will be a little bit of an entry uh, uh, for us, and some of you that were in the Shabbos afternoon shear last summer, we, we, we touched upon it. We touched upon it a little bit. <coughs> so, I, I'm actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to begin from the top of the page here, even though this is the middle of a, of a chapter, but you'll see. He's basically speaking, speaking more and more about understanding what it means to live in Galut, and that does not mean just living in Chutzlaretz, that means living here as well. Sorry to burst the Zionist bubble for anybody. <laughs> but, but this is a very serious thing. So based on what we said, now we're going to understand how much we lack when we live in Galut. How much we are people that are blemished when the Beit HaMikdash is not in its place. That means to be a real Yid and function, to function like a real Yid with the proper Ma'arachot, with the proper inner systems working and functioning and adding up and everything showing up properly. When, when you present yourself, <coughs> but you have an ear infection and you have horrible pains in your abdomen, and you have a cuts on your toes that are making you hard to walk, it's hard to present yourself. Nechon. So what he said over here basically is that us Yidin, without the Beit HaMikdash really being where it's at, we're doing our best to put makeup on that, pretend, to, you know, pretend we don't have cuts to cover up any bruises, but really we're not. We're not yet presenting ourselves in the manner that we could and we should, and, and Bezod Hashem, we will. And even though we have the Torah, Baruch Hashem, Even though it's true, we have the Torah, and the Torah is the sod of the dvekut of the neshama. The soul feels it most when the, to- the, the Torah keeps our soul in check and intact. We have the Torah, but we know, based on a lot of things he already said before, that the ikar of what Am Yisrael is all about is when Hashem appears in all worlds, even and especially in the tangible worlds, in the worlds that you and I are, you know, more accustomed to connecting to, and not just soul, 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 but table, cups, glasses, whatever you think, that it's a, it's a Hashem experience. Love Dafka. Love Dafka. We'll, we'll adjust that. 
Who saw the Mikdash? This is the secret of the base of Mikdash. This is the base of Mikdash. This is the secret of the base of Mikdash that we are longing so much for it to be rebuilt. Now again, I know we always say, and we want that, we want that, and it's good. And we're not here to knock anyone that just says that without understanding what that really means. But if I were to ask 95% of people, what, do you, what are you thinking about when you're saying, like, what are your, what's going on inside of you? What kind of flavor are you giving to that tefillah? So 95% of people would speak about something pretty abstract. They wouldn't go into tachlis what that actually means. Now that's true about people before they get married. I was also asking them, what's it, or before becoming a parent, what's it like that you're looking forward to? So until you're there, it's, not no, one's, it's no one's fault, really. Because we're not there. How can I give over a picture of it, right? How could I do it? So Rav Sasson is not coming and saying, and you, we are all so fake. And No, he's just saying, because it's so far removed, therefore it's so hard for me to actually explain what it is that I'm longing for. But that doesn't exempt me from, <laughs> from learning about what it was and connecting that to the, my world of tefillah and then being able, that when I get up to Shemaim and they ask me, Tzipita li and I say, yes, but I hear the way they ask me in Shemaim, Tzipita li doesn't just mean, were you hoping to get married one day? But rather, what did your life look like as you were preparing to get married to the best of your ability of understanding what Kedusha is before you were married or before you were a parent or before, before, before you entered into a place that would demand of you to know these things better? Again, Sipita Li this question, they're going to ask us this. And I don't want to be scared. <laughs> Not scared, I just, I, wanna, I want us to do whatever we can to be able to answer this um, with a Lev Shalem. Like I said last week, every person has to go to sleep at night saying, you know what, I gave it a good shot today. Not, I figured it out today, I gave it a good shot today. Every man and woman should be blessed to go Admeve Esrim Beseva Tova. Mamash, with good health and peace and harmony to transition to the next world by saying, you know what, I didn't crack it, I wish I could have cracked the code, I gave it a good shot today, this, this Gilgal. I gave it a good shot. These Torahs are helping us be able to answer, to say with the Lev Shalem, you know what? I gave it a good shot today. And that's, what, that's why these Torahs from Rav Sasson, for me, are, are feeling so right that they're helping us being able to say, I'm going to give this a really good shot. I'm going to give it a good shot. And I'm going to do my best to understand what it is I am longing for. I'm going to turn on the button of longing in a tangible way, in a real pneumistical way. So one of the things we know that, that was such a very strong thing was the Reach HaKtoret, was the burning incense. Now you know what the Gemara says about where, how far the incense reached? Yericho. The incense reached till Yericho. Do you know where Yerushalayim is? You know where the Beis HaMikdash is? You know where Yericho is? Right? The Reach of the Ktoret reached till Yericho. I don't know how many, how many kilometers or miles that is, but it's We're based... Closer. Huh? We're closer, I just don't know what, if the wind was... Uh, amen. 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 Remember what Nisim said? He, pre- he prepared a, a room in his house before he knew anything about anything. It was a davening room. It was also his incense room. He would light the ketoret in there. And that's in that place, in that zone, he connected so deeply. That's what he was say, sharing when he came here. Dugma muhashit shel beit Yisrael an example for a tangible a, sen- a, 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 a sensing influence that the Beis HaMikdash had on all of Am Yisrael we find in the words of the Zohar regarding the Torah whoever smelled the Torah wasn't just like oh, that's the Beis HaMikdash <coughs> When you have a smell, till today, we, we know when we smell certain things that remind us of certain things. Just recently, someone gave me a certain something to smell, a sticker or something. It must have been one of my kids, because it'd be weird if it was one of the, <laughs> one of the people here. And I was brought back to the first time that I... Um, also, like, like when I was a kid, one of, these, one of these things that you scratch, yeah. 
Mamash, instantly, instantly. But it's still, it's just a memory. Here it's much more than just a memory. It's just like something, this is an amazing thing. I want you to go down, down to the bottom because it, it's, there's no Indian to crack our Aramaic right now. If the Tirgum is in the bottom, the translation is in the bottom. Kigon zeaktoret. Kol mi sheiriach beoto anan. Kasher haya anan aktoret ole. Anyone who smelled that, that cloud when the cloud of incense would, would ascend. Al yedei ma'alea ashan. Haya ha'anan mevarer et libo bebihirut venahara. This cloud of incense, what, these words are amazing. <coughs> that means it would basically not just cleanse your heart, it would clarify, it would sift through whatever you're going through in your heart and make your heart yashar. Or Rabbi Nachman says that the voice of the shofar and the voice of someone that screams, and what thunder does too, Rabbi Nachman says. That means to straighten the crookedness of the heart. What is the crookedness of the heart? My heart, my heart is telling me, oh, this, is, this feels so good, it must be right. People usually fall when that's how they, they, they lead their lives. It feels so right, it must be right. It's not how we operate. So the, the anana ktoret, what it would do is I would inhale it, and suddenly all of my tavot of the lev would be mevurar. It would be clear, be clarified, it would be straightened. This is what would happen. With clarity and with nahara, with light. Bechedva, with happiness. Ure'uta deliba, and ratzon halev. Laavodet boro. To now become an Eved Hashem, or to continuing to be an Eved Hashem. It also did another role. The Reach would also take away from us somehow the smell, the scent of the Ktoret would also remove from us also any Tinuf. You know what Tinuf means? Something metunaf? Filth. And Zuhama, pollution. And the Yetzahara. And when you inha- would inhale the reach of the Ktoret, what it, it had this ability to take all of your kavanot to just one place, to serve Hashem. That's all it did. That's all it did. That's what it did. That was the experience we had, and everyone would smell the fragrance. Everyone would smell this. This is what was going on. So now, before we continue for a second... Let me go to that 90, 95% of people again and say, what are you mechavening on when you, what's your kavana when you say, what is your tzipita li yeshua? What is your tzipita li yeshua? So on the surface, surface, based on what we just learned from the Zohar HaKadosh, what it means is, I'm anticipating a world in which I know that something exists, some godly aspect, some godly service that exists I wouldn't say that would make life a little bit easier, because it's, it, it's not making life easier, it's completely transforming our lives, that there's something that leads me to where I really want to be. I follow my nose and it leads me to where I want to be. You want to say something? Just like this is how I envision it. Last people were talking about good and bad and being able to see that things that we appear to, <laughs> that are bad, that are really for good. I can see it as like a light. So when it's a light, it doesn't matter. You, you just see it differently. It's clarity. Right, right, right. <coughs> that's. I think that's good. Did you get that from the word mevare, like berut? Yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. So, something about the physical, like to me, this seems like the ultimate physical representation in the world. Everything else falls behind that. The way I see it, which is totally in left field, but you know how we have receptors in our brain. Mm-hmm. There might be a receptor in our brain that's not being triggered, but it's only triggered by the smell and that, like you know, dopamine. So it's a whole other channel that we're not even touching. So we're saying when our goof is limited, it's limited because we're not even 
activating those channels. It's, it's amazing what you're saying. You know what else was activated in the Beis HaMikdash, but it's not here in this paragraph, that we, we do have a little, little bit of access to it today that will also trigger something and then we will feel it? The Nigunim of the Levim in the Beis HaMikdash. Music. This is a big, 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 big piece of the puzzle. Big piece of the puzzle. I'm hearing something that is being activated by people's voices and instruments. 50,000 instruments and 100,000 voices made up the, 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 the jam band of the, 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 the base of the jam band. 50,000 instruments and 100,000 voices made up. Now again, there's different opinions about whether they always did this together or it was groups and groups and groups. It seems like it was more groups and groups and groups, but this also activated. So that's why today, Bina and I were talking about this late last night. I went to the... I don't see shul until I go to the front and, and turn around and speak. But I, I can't really, I don't really see what's going on there. So this Friday night, when I went up to the Amun, when I went up to the Amun, I turned around, and I, I was so activated by the harmony that this, this past Friday night. Mm-hmm. There was, I was, there's literally, there's, there's, there was over 400 people in shul Friday night. We only know because of the chairs and the, and the standing, right? <laughs> we know how many chairs are there, and we know how many people don't have chairs, right? And I looked, and I was like, okay, so, wow, I was like, my God, what is it? So we're activating something that was activated also back then. That's really one aspect that we have, hopefully, that's reminiscent of what was going on back then. So we're activating so, such a tiny, tiny amount Comparison to really to, to what is so again, let's go back. Sipita lishua. So okay, so what does that mean? What does that mean? Sipita lishua. So a, a, a chutzpah, a holy chutzpah tefillah would be, you want me to letzapot lishua, then you have to give me Hashem Yisbarach. You have to send us a few things that are going to activate these places inside of me that can that that, that will respond the way that it responded one, you know once before. But that's just one thing out of many, many things. Yeah, Tom. Shana talked once in Shur about the ability to visualize. And that's, I think, part of the thing, too. We have to like, be able to visualize the base of Mikdash. And I know on Shabbat, we have the Kata Kohanim. And I'm closing my eyes. I'm trying to visualize the Kohan of the Dole giving us our bracha. Mm-hmm. And when we sing on Friday nights, it's like the Levine going up to Mother Rikor. Mm, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Okay, so why... If we have that, this, okay, and we have the Chanukiah, and we sat here and we talked about being in the Beit Mikdash, why is it a sore to make some sort of katoret? Or not some sort, why is it a sore? Because we don't know the combo. We don't have the right recipe. And is that going to just drop down with the Beit Mikdash? I'm sure if you ask it. the people of Machona Mikdash, they'll give you a different answer, I okay. think. The Temple Institute. <laughs> I don't want to get into this right now. Okay. It's a whole, it's a whole okay. But I want to, yeah, yeah. This is not my question, but how? Hold on, that's, that was great. That was great. <laughs> They didn't sin. They were all perfect tzaddikim. They were saints. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just trying to be kafshut. How did they sin in the time of the Beis HaMikdash? They had all the signs, everything was in front of them clearly to tell it. That's a great question. It's not a bad question. That's, a, that's an amazing question. That's a wonderful question. There are many different ways to go and answer this. I'll tell you the way that I learned it the best. You can get used to any, anything. You can make a Vodazara out of anything. You can make Avodah Zarah even out of the Torah. What does that mean? We usually say Avodah Zarah means idol worship. I bow down to idols. But the, the translation is serving Hashem like a foreigner. Avodah Zarah. To serve God like someone that's Zar. So anything that you get accustomed to so much, at a certain point Hashem says, I got to leave you with Bechira. Do you want this to still penetrate your heart or are you taking this for granted? So this gilui, these revelations that were taking place to us in the time of the Beis HaMikdash, we know that even though they were taking place, I'm talking mainly about Bayit Rishon right now, okay? Because in Bayit Sheni, 
it's, it's, it's much more difficult to understand what exactly was happening there. We know for sure what wasn't happening there, but we weren't, we're not sure exactly what type of godly revelation was happening there. But in Bayit Rishon, the way that my Rebbe said, he said that the Torah stopped breaking our hearts. And when the Torah stops to break your heart, meaning it, does, it stops the, 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 the privilege of having your heart refined every day became something that was just, you know, like we are with people living in Israel today. It is. And even the holiest thing in the world, like the heart coming and being refined, even that, it became something that was just given. And when that becomes something like that, that's the moment Hashem says, here's where your free choice is, is, is right. Does this, what are you doing with this? So even that godly revelation became something that I was so accustomed to that I stopped, and that, that stopped playing a role in my existence in this, of, of godly service. And it became, and I was serving God like a foreigner. Even that level of service, well, I, was, I was doing it like an, like an Oved Avodah Zarah. That's the way that I relate to it the most. And that's why um, all areas in life that I, I look at my life and I'm like, no, I look at, okay, what do I have? And what do I really feel is a given? And anything that I feel is like a given, I have to, I, I put myself in check and be like, wow, this is, this is something that I need to work on because not that it'll be taken away from me, but by having it won't mean anything anymore. And that's why Hashem was saying to us with the first base of English, you can keep on having this, it won't mean anything to you anymore. I'm going to take it away from you only in order so that it can mean again, it can mean something to you once again in the future. Explain what you mean. Take the, remove the, the locks from your habits because when we get stuck in our habits, they lock us into a perspective, a yeah. routine, and we can't, we can't experience the Kedushah that's there. So Hashem can even come and, and send something that straightens your heart, but even the gift of clarity becomes something that's a habit something until you don't have it anymore. But that's, well, because that's a hor- that, that's the worst thing in the world, even though it ends up usually being the situation. But our whole tikkun in this world, where Reb Nassim Breslau says, is to avoid the situation that you just described, to prevent the situation right. you just described. So I think it's been thousands of years of Hashem saying, I want to make sure that when you do get it this next time, <laughs> I'm giving each of you the, the chance of all chances to make sure that this time when the Geula comes, in Sheilot, there's not going to be any questions about, like, you know, Tzipita Lishua or not, and what it's going to mean to you once you have it. Please, God. Someone once used that analogy to me before he went, uh, before, he, before he was getting engaged for the third time. I didn't like that. <laughs> you know, he was saying, I guess I didn't, you know, Hashem took it away from me because I didn't really understand what I had the first two times, so I had to be like this, and it was destined lechatchila. Saying that's very nice, but first pay your wife, uh, you know, child support. Like you have to be a mensch also, right? Let, let's see how he develops this act. I, I, it's not a bad question what you asked at all. It's it's a it's an important question, and I appreciate it very much. Azor Omer. This wondrous scent of the Ktoret, the Ktoret was connected the soul. Because what the Gemara says, what is something that only the soul enjoys? Smell. Nachon? It's, the one, it's the one sense that wasn't blemished in the Garden of Eden. That's why we go to Besamim on Motzei Shabbos, because we're trying to hold on to a, scent, to, to, to a sense of what it means to be in Gan Eden. So this thing, <coughs> It would awaken the soul from its hiding place. It would basically peel off all the layers of the Yetzer, 
and the and the kochot, the powers of the animal soul, menaanea et abosem anishmati shebeptimiyut Yisrael. It would shake up the inner fragrance, which is in the inside of Am Yisrael, et amargalita tehora, the precious stone, pearl. It would wake up this thing that resides in the inner chambers of each of our hearts, every Jewish person. And it brings to a revelation, both in will and in emotion, that it woke up with all of its strength towards Hashem. And like this, all the outer powers, all the outer powers that generally govern us or that we use, and that basically have an achiza on us, they have a hold on us, you ever wake up on a Sunday morning saying, this week, this is the week that, not, that none of these things are going to hold me back anymore, right? <laughs> this morning, right? right. So, there That's was... What a, this year is all about. <laughs> Alevai. Alevai. So this is, this is what he's saying over here, is that what this did was, is that it enabled me to believe, not to believe, it enabled me to not be dictated by my slave drivers. It, it enabled me to live my life the way that I really, 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 really want to. The way that I really, 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 really want to. Really. Like be'emet. And it was open for me. It would awaken the living heart, the, 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 the one heart. Which is only a heart that's that's thirsty for Hashem Yidbarach. Ubechol oz hayadam Yisrael oset tshuva me'ahava me'um kadeliba, and with all its strength, a person would do tshuva from the depth of his heart with so much love. Nasim libenu el divrei Azor Kadosh alalu. Turn the page. Let's pay attention to what the Zohar Kadosh is really teaching us. Hazor melamed otanu. שכל מי שמילא את ריאותיו בריח הקטורת, עבר מהפך פנימי עצום. So it teaches us that anyone who filled their lungs with the scent of the Torah, עבר מהפך פנימי עצום. They went through a, a, a huge internal transformation. גלי תשובה מעומק הלב התעוררו בו. Waves of tshuva from the depth of his heart awaken and, and rose up. Pnimiyut levavo, the inner chambers of the heart. Shemeshach ha'chaim ha'ragilim, alula ita lishkoa ba'afar gasut ha'chaim, bak'a ve'yivtsiya chutza, b'chom u'be'or shel gdushat ha'neshama. Eize pele atzum. I'm going to try to explain this. He says, the waves of tshuva that were awakened from the deeper chambers of the person's heart, that you know, generally during life, it's so easy to sink into the afar gasut achayim. Listen, we're all good people. Bemet, we're all good people, and we all mean very well. And we're trying all the time. We're trying so hard. We're all of us. We're all trying so hard, right? But life, the thick layer of shmutz. Is that what you said? Yeah. That's what he says, right? Of shmutz is a heavy trip. It, and it's not necessarily anything that we're doing. It's just the experience of being, of, of being here. That's, the Gemara has a very easy way of explaining this to us. You know, noach lo adam shelo nivra. It is so much com- more comfortable and easier had none of us been created physically and would have just re- remained in the realm of soul. It's, it's, very, it's a very thick layer here. And to maintain the right the direction, to maintain, to be loyal, to do what I really want to do in this world is almost impossible when you don't even know what you want to do in this world. 
It's like one thing, to, one thing is to figure out what you want to end up doing in this world. And then the next level is ending up doing what you want to do in this world. We're working on so many mechitas. This divi- you know, divisions after divisions. Here he's saying over here that what this thing did, what the Reach HaKtore did, which again is such a deep, deep, deep secret, how this, how this worked, and that's not for today, or even for this world. It did this. It, it, it caused some kind of a warm light for the Kedusha of the Neshama to appear. And what I saw in front of me, and I bless us all with the taste of this, was what I really, really, really want, who I want to really be, how I want to really live my life, and to try and to go for it. And to go to sleep at night and saying, wow, today I really gave it a shot. Because I started my day with getting a sense of what I really, really want. That light with the Torah began my day with, continued with me to then go for what I really, really want. And then I go to sleep at night and I'm saying, and tomorrow I'm going to give it even a better shot. Who says that today? How many people really, really say that today? So this is something like what he's saying over here is, we're saying, Tzipita li Yeshua. I long for a world, I long for a life. He's going to say, I mean, he's not saying this, but what he will say like this, I'm going to bring shalom between these two, not that there needs to, there's no machloket, but now I want to show you a little bit of what we've been learning and plug this into here. He's describing a mitziyut that was and hopefully that will be. The Bilvavi is saying, you know what will be? What will be, the experience that will be in Olam Abba or in Yimot Mashiach is dependent on how much you went for it with the tools that Hashem gave you while you're here right now. And that's what makes this so hard. But worthwhile. Sorry, that's what makes this so worthwhile. That's what makes this so worthwhile. Zotomeret. Who in my life do I surround myself with that brings me closer to finding out what the real me really wants? And who in my life that I surround myself with reminds me of what I really want and in their present, I am and I do what I really, really want in this world. I know there are a lot of hands popping up. I need everyone... Just to, I know there's a lot on the plane. It's a lot to digest. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is very, very important. The Bilvavi, what we usually learn on Sundays, right? He's not just into... Rav Ruven Sasson so far is just describing something. The Bilvavi is gonna, would, would take this, I think, and it'd be like, okay, you have a description of what you're longing for when you say Sheibana Beis HaMikdash. Tzipita Li You have a little bit of a description, right? So what I want to say is like this, the Bilvavi is, say, is saying to us, to the extent, the extent of what will be, right, of, what, of the description of even this, is dependent on how much you're going for that while you're in this world. Now how do I go for that while I'm in this world without, without ananaktoret? In this example, right? Very simple. What did the ananaktoret do to us based on the Zohar HaKadosh? It cleansed us and kind of, Ilana, like the way you were saying it, it, it sent us a, what, but what did you say? You said a Lashon before. A, clarification. A, clarif- a clarifying light. A clarifying light. Is that okay to say? Hey, your fan. Rambam says we're most influenced more than anything by our societies, by our surroundings, okay? So what am I surrounding my life with? Who am I surrounding? Huh? Rambam, Rambam, in, in Mishnah Torah. Who, we, we, we are surrounding ourselves, who are we surrounding us? Are we surrounding ourselves? Is our life situated in a place where I'm surrounded by, let's for now, we're going to the outside with people that help me discover what I really, really want, which is what the Torah did to us. And then am I surrounded by people that don't let me forget and keep me determined to discover what I really want and push me to go for what I really want. And in that light, to look at basically how I'm answering the question, Tzipita Li based on how we learned it last week. If this is what the Zohar Kodesh describes the world of Yeshua looks like. And that's where, that's where it's not as hard because 
I mean, you, you could look around the room for a second. I mean, you have plenty of people in your life that are there with you. You, you, you do. That's why I think, like, Mehmet, it's important. I do too. It's important to realize this. It's a kayam kva. It's a kayam kva. It's just a matter of enhancing and making that more and more clear that this is what I'm busy doing in this world. I'm busy, what am I busy doing in this world? Preparing to answer that question of Tzipita Lishua. That's what I'm doing in this world. I'm preparing myself to answer that question. How do I prepare myself to answer that question? To remember the right answer? Mapitom. It's living. And you know what? You think they're going to ask us this? They're basically going to, remember that movie I told you about once? What was it called? Come on. It's the only movie I probably ever really spoke about with such reverence. Yeah, it's the same one. Every I, I mention it at least once a year. <laughs> Not the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Martin up in the up in the, up in the uh, <laughs> Steve Martin up in the defending your life with Albert Brooks and uh, Meryl. What was her name? Meryl Streep. Yeah. Why? That that I Bina hates when I do this, but I watch it every Elul. I'll tell you why. Because it's a clean movie. It's all. It's it's like it's from the. It's like thirty, forty years old. What it, what happens over there? It's a purse. It's people that die, and they have to go before a basedin, and they judge their they judge their verdict or whatever it's going to be based on how much they live their life with fear, or based on fear or not. And the more that they live their life based on fear, the more they'd have to spend time in a horrible place before they can get cleansed, right? Now, it's not, I, I'm sure the, the Yiddish producers there, I don't think there's, this was their kavanas, right? But what, what's the fear? I want to bring this down to us for a second. What's the, what's the fear? The fear is that I'm going to become too intense and from out if I live a life of tipita lishua and no one's going to be able to relate to me anymore because it's one of the fears. Or one of the levels of fear is like, maybe people won't, I won't be able to relate to myself anymore. All these things, oh, it's so late, we didn't even get through anything. All these things, it's, it's mamash a, a gift. It's a, it's a gift, a gift, a gift to find one friend with which you can have these types of conversations when you're not in a shir. Okay? Talking about this in here is just like a Hagdamah, prep for like what, what schmoozing can be like. Now, I know that that seems like a pretty intense lifestyle, Nachon. You want you just that? Wanna... It's happening. Baruch Hashem. I, I know it's happening, but when he says over here, Eze Pele Atzum, he says, what a, what a Pele it was. Rav Susan says in the fourth line, Eze Pele Atzum. What was the Pele Atzum? The Pele Atzum was that there was something that caused this to happen when we smelled the ktoret. And I want to say, to have someone in your life that can help you get to this same place. When you have people that are dedicating their lives in all different ways, whether it's the way that they teach, what they choose to teach, what they choose to learn, whether it's of course, the world of breath, whether it's the avoda of the world of breath, whether it's in the world of how people take yoga and male, male, it's male, take the world of yoga with this kavan of saying, we're doing this so that we can be in touch with what we really want to do in this world. That, that's what these Torahs are, are all about. That's a pele atzum, just as, that's a pele atzum, just as much as everything else. That's a pele atzum. It's a pele atzum. It's a pele. So that's why, again, this is a description of what was. And I want to say, like, it's also a description of what could be even, even right now on a, on a personal level with, with our lives. Mamash, it could be. On a personal level. So I just want to end this paragraph. We're in the fifth, fourth line. We're always longing for moments where we have an awakening to Hashem's Ratzon. We long for these moments where we can become pure and get clean. 
רגעים של שמחה בהשם ושל דבלות אלוקית. Moments of שמחה with השם and godly דבקות. כמה יזו מאמץ אנו משקיעים. We put so much effort כדי לגעת מעט מן המעט ברגשות הלב העמוקים שבתוכנו. We put so much effort to tap in a little bit to what's happening deep, deep down inside each of us. Like every person in this room, in their deepest chambers of the heart, we all want the same thing. We want this. בתארה הפנימית הגנוזה בנו, ועם כל מאמצינו, and we try so hard, how much do we really get to uncover, and how long does it last? איננו מצליחים לחשוף אלא מעט מן המעט. We just get very, we reveal very, very little. והרהורי התשובה הזעומים הללו, and these very, very short moments of, of having ponderings of tshuva, נלחמים בגלים הסוערים של כוחות התאווה, are basically met with that voice of Amalek that says to us, and how long do you think this is going to last? Sunday morning, I'll see you at noon. And how long do you think this is going to last? Great. The only time you really think it could last is when you go beyond time, which is Shabbos. That's why on Friday night you're not wondering how long this is going to last. You're in it. You're in it. Zell. You're in it. That's why it's a very amazing moment in Eit Ratzon to find out who you really are, what you really want. Now, I know B'chavanai, there was like four or five hands that went up that I, I just, you see, we, we can't go anywhere with, with what I wanted to get to today. Hold on to all your questions and everything like this because we, we, we still have a lot more work to answer this question of Tzipita Li'ishua. Hopefully we can do this with all the, the other two questions they're going to ask us also. We could do this with, with every question. But Bezrat Hashem, Hashem should bless all of us, each and every one of you, with looking around the room, looking around your life, and uh, calling on your Ktoret friends to spend more time with. Those that bring you to this place. If you could pass these pages back, and we'll, we're going to continue this Bezrat Hashem. Thank you.